You know what? I'm not betting on the NBA anymore, right? There you go. Not betting on the NBA attitude. anymore. Well, until the playoffs. We bet the playoffs. I'm going to bet UCLA playoffs. against Gonzaga. That's what I'm going to do because I got UCLA winning the national title anyway. I that is. I wish that game was on earlier. Don't you? Yeah. Like or, it's not like I'm not going to be up then, but like I just I just wish that game was. I don't want to wait till the end for that. I want to watch that game right away. Yeah, I wish it's in it was Vegas, at noon. So. Yeah, it stinks. But yeah. you're giving us logic and like reasoning. I just want my fantasy world. The game is on at 11 a.m. in Vegas time. Or it's fine. midnight. I'd be fine with that, too, honestly, but I guess it's like prime time. I know. And I'd be prime cool with, time. I'd be cool with midnight, get home, crack open a nice ice-cold Diet Coke, sit back out and on the just couch. Just a Diet Coke, though? And just a Diet Coke and watch this matchup. Because I don't think this game is going to be a letdown. I think this is going to be the best game. One of the best games we've seen so far in the tournament. I hope so. I hope it comes all the way down to the last second again. Well, when you're looking at UCLA minus one and a half, that tells you it's probably going to be a pretty close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the only team to start 0-2 against the spread in the tournament, too. Like, they've actually not. This is had obviously a, right. a very close. Not Sunday. 2-8 and eight against the spread in neutral site games this season and 0-2 against the spread in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, they were big favorites in that first game. Mm-hmm. Second game, they probably should have covered. I'm glad that they didn't. It saved my weekend. Uh, backdoor buzzer beater three that didn't mean anything with ten, uh, eight-tenths of the second left. That was awesome. Yeah. But still, uh, I mean, I can't wait just because of the coaching matchup we get here. We get Mick Cronin against Mark Few. And we know, like Trista said, UCLA is going to want to play at a snail's pace, really slow. Zags are going to want to get out and transition, get easy buckets, play up tempo. They don't play a whole lot of defense. I think that that's why we're all kind of like out on them and all aboard the UCLA hype train. Yes. The only thing that's scares me, me, this might be the first matchup because UCLA really hasn't missed a beat, skipped a beat without no, Jalen Clark. They haven't played their best basketball. But, I mean, they lost their best defender. This might be a matchup where that hurts them a little bit because they got some young dudes that are going to try to defend Drew Timmy in the post. They got Bona. He's yeah. a freshman. You know, he's going. That could be a matchup nightmare because Timmy's so good. I don't know if he's going to be a pro or any good in the pros, but in the post, he's awesome. And the Zags run 40% of their offensive possessions as post-ups. They also like to run a lot of pick and roll. Yep, I was just- just about to say that. But UCLA is really good at defending those looks. So no, I feel no. Like... UCLA is outside the top 200 against the pick and against roll. Against the pick and roll, but they're yeah, decent yeah, yeah. against the post. But now we don't know. I mean, they don't have Jalen Clark. Yep. Which, yeah, yeah, again, exactly. so this is a different team. Totally. And and Gonzaga is a top 35 team in post-up isolation, right? Like, they are 27th nationally in, in half-court offensive efficiency because of that, because they can go yeah. to Drew Timmy. It's really all about that matchup for me. Yes is are you going to be able to frustrate Drew Timmy, get him into early foul trouble, maybe offensive fouls, maybe frustration fouls? That's the one thing that he has, I guess, going against him, is he's a very emotional player. Even though he's like a a four-year senior guy, like he's a staple for this team, he definitely is someone you can get into his head. And they don't have great guard play where he can kick out. And like if you collapse inside on him and he has to kick out, it gets really, really ugly from the perimeter. And Mick Cronin loves to do that. Like, they're going to double-team yes. him a lot. They're going to send help. And like you said, they just don't have the guard play. Are they going to knock down outside jumpers? I don't know about all that. Doesn't feel like that. And then on the other side of things, if you look at UCLA, I think what what could happen is just a lot of chucking, you know, a lot of Tiger Campbell shots. I think they need to go down to Jaime Jaquez. I think they need to work inside He's out He's been their as best well. player in the tournament. I want, his, yeah. I want his points prop. Because like you said, the Zags cannot defend the post. I mean, they can't no. defend the perimeter either, but they really struggled defending the post. I think... They set that at what, like 17 and a half, 18 and a half? Because yeah. I think he's going off for like 24, 25. So he's I don't aver- want a lot, a lot of Tiger He's averaging 21 and a half points a game in the tournament, but here's the big thing. 17 for 28 inside the arc. 
So in two-point range, you know, stepping closer to the basket, he's shooting the ball really well, but oh, also 40% from three. He should have a night, man. This is Mark Few's worst defensive team since 2007. Literally like one of his worst teams. It's the worst defensive team in 16 years. Yeah. But... I feel like uh, what I'm going to do here. So I haven't played a side. I lean I UCLA, either. but I can see the Zags winning this game. Everybody's no, going to yeah. be on UCLA. I'm going to play Hakez points, and then I'm also going to play Drew Timmy points because it could be his final game. He's going to go out there. He's been playing awesome. I, I don't really trust anybody else on that Did roster right now. Did you know that right Bona now. was injured too? I didn't know that Bona was injured. Yeah, he's dinged up yeah. and he's young. Yeah. He's going to play, though, in the game, yeah, right? He is, okay, I, think so. I was going to say. They didn't just announce something, did they? No, I mean, I just didn't know how injured he was. Oh, they just released the props. All right, so Jaime Hawkes points, 19 and a half, actually, over. minus 120 to the under. I'll take the over. I'm uh, going to play yeah. that yep. right now. Um, and then Drew Timmy's points, 19 and a half, also minus 120 to the under. I Man, I would play the over in this game. Although I feel like, obviously, if you like the Zags, you have to like the over. It correlates. And if you like UCLA, they're going to have to play at their pace. They're going to have to play their type of game. Yeah, I'm going to go over on both guys. I'll be chalky. I don't care. Tiger Campbell's points, by the way, 15.5 minus 115 to the under. Do they have his turnovers up? He's only had two turnovers so far in the four games. No, points. Or in their past four games. They have the rebounds up. Boner rebounds 5.5, and and it's plus money to the over. You know who I think is going to have to have a huge game is Amari Bailey. I know he's young as well. Yep. Uh, four and a half rebounds is plus 100 yep. to the over. Hmm. Almost 16 points a game in his two tournament games. Man, I don't hate that. I also like Strother three-pointers. It's plus money, plus 120, over two and a half. Because if anybody's going to get open looks, it's going to be him. If there's anybody I trust to knock those down, I might play that. This might be a prop game and then a live betting game. Yeah, I agree. Like I'll take either to, team if they go down early. I think you have to just see how the game flow goes. Yeah. Uh, specifically the parts of the offense and mm-hmm. defense for both teams that we mentioned. Pace, transition defense and offense. Like how much Timmy's getting involved. Whether Gonzaga is getting catch and shoot opportunities and they're hitting those looks early. Because if they do, obviously when you're in rhythm, that makes it more likely that you're going to be able to continue it for the rest of the game. So... This is not a game I really want to bet. I sort of lean Gonzaga, but I don't really want to bet it at all. Just want to watch it. Yeah, I think yep. I just want to watch this game. You say that, and then you start live betting. Or and you're going, oh wait, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I could live bet. There's this a game. few games though. Again, we, we've said this about multiple games that are more, I think, better off as a live bet opportunity than beforehand. Now, if you see a number you like before the game, take it. But line, these lines are sharp. They are mm, very, very tough. They're yeah. sharp. I, I, yeah, I'm out. You know, I have no interest in doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. I think you could see either one of these outcomes happening. And when mm-hmm. when I can't pinpoint what that matchup is that I think either team that's playing is going to be able to easily exploit, that's on any sport, then I just really sit back and I wait and use my eyes. Or don't do anything at all. I'm, like, not forced to bet. Yeah, live betting in the tournament is a lifesaver, actually. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just er- get to see more at that point. And you, but you got to be quick because they move those lines so fast. You got to jump on it and get it in before they move it again. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that hate it. this game is one that you just live bet. Yeah, unless I agree. you feel really good about one side, and I just I don't. I don't either. Yeah, I've already got my UCLA winning the title future out there, so I'm I'm good beforehand, and then we'll see where the game actually looks like. But you're right. If the, these certain factors in games where you got polar opposite teams, if you see a trend going in one direction, trend trends. Just told take myself, advantage of it. And I told myself I'm going to be very careful because there's two games that I love this week. So I'm pretty heavy on those games. Everything else is going to be just small. Unless there's like a really good live betting opportunity. Like let's say the Zags get out to a 14 nothing lead 
or 14-4 lead, UCLA is going to make a run, or vice versa. Yeah. Unless it's just a slow-paced game, and Timmy, like you said, gets he picks up two, three fouls mm-hmm. early on. They're not knocking down shots. If he gets in foul trouble, like it's he, night-night. Like he's going to yeah. have to play 35 to 40 minutes in this yeah, game. He, absolutely. Because those non-Drew Timmy minutes are very ugly, and I just don't think you could afford to have him on a bench on the bench against a team like UCLA. Which means even if the if the Zags come up with the upset, and I know he's just a kid, but like maybe look to fade Gonzaga next round early or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or or yeah, I mean because they're only going to have a day and a half turnaround. Yeah, I agree. And he's going to have to play pretty much the entire game. It's going to be a battle for Drew Timmy. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I I do still like UCLA, but yeah, that line is really really tight.